welcome to a greater you show, you know, intellectualradio.com, and I'm your host, Dr. Anthony L. Gant, here with another show to help you be better and do better. Again, here we are on intellectualradio.com, and we are iHeart Station. And if uh, wherever you get your podcast from, you can get any of our shows Sunday through Saturday. Got a lot of good shows here that you can listen to, uh, entertaining shows, educational shows, all types of shows. So you can uh, listen to those shows whenever you get the opportunity. So. Again, I'm your host, Dr. Anthony O'Gant, and we are here on The Greater Youth Show. And The Greater Youth Show is uh, like a book club, a coaching session, and a, uh, I guess, a coach, yeah, coaching session, and uh, just a nice, good show. I think it is. So I'm glad you're here, and I hope that you learned something. We are in a new uh, new series this month, so we got a new book. But before I get started, I'm going to promote someone, or promote a couple of people. Because I do like doing that. And if you want to get promoted to the show, let's you can get with me and we'll talk about it. So, Ms. Uh, Mikey Graves is one. Um, do you want or need to increase your credit score? If so, then you should contact Ms. Mikey Graves at 773-392-4600. That's 773-392-4600. Currently, over 70 million Americans have less than perfect credit. Ms. Mikey Graves teaches financial literacy in all 50 states. She would love to help you improve your credit and financial situation. It's not just credit restoration. The program Ms. Mikey Graves is part of includes many services such as power of attorney, wills, trusts, credit identity theft protection, credit attorneys, and much more. For more information, you can contact Ms. Mikey Graves at 773-392-4600 or gravesrealtychicago at gmail.com, which is graves, G is in great, R-A-V is in Victor, E-S, RealtyChicago at gmail.com. You also get a free consultation by mentioning that you heard about her business and her here on A Greater You show with the host, Dr. Anthony O'Gan here on IntellectualRadio.com. Also, Ms. Emmy Farmer, and if you are over 65 or older or know someone who is in need of Medicare assistance, Ms. Emmy Farmer is a licensed life and health insurance producer and independent broker. He can be reached at 773 773- 908-9425 or efarmer2, the number two, at ameritech.net. Emmett Farmer specializes in Medicare plans for seniors, 65 and older. Also, if you have this, if also if you are disabled and have Medicare, he can help you as well. He is licensed in Illinois, Texas, and in the process of being licensed in uh, many other states as well. If you are 65 and older, or if you will become 65 within the next 6 to 12 months, contact Mr. Emmett Farmer to learn more about your available options. For more information, uh, Emmett Farmer's number is 773-908-9425. That's not 773-908-9425. Or email efarmer, the numeric number 2, at ameritech.net. You will also get a free consultation by mentioning that you heard about Mr. Emmett Farmer and his business here on A Greater Youth Show and the host, Dr. Anthony L. Gant, here on intellectualradio.com. So, again, if you would like to get promoted on the show, get with me at fullofpurposemedia at gmail.com, and we'll see what we can do. We'll talk about it and see what we can do for you in the next uh, in the future. So, again, uh, let's get to work here. Um, again, this is uh, The Greater Youth Show, and we're in a new session, a new series. And we're in a new series, so we know as we're in a new series, we have a new book. So for those people that may be new to me, new to the A Greater You Show, and also new to Intellectual Radio, you would know uh, we every uh, so often we do a new series, and anytime we do a new series, we do a new book that I've written on the on the topic or of self help in that space. So this series we're talking about becoming a better me. That's the name of this book that I've written. And it's about being uh, about self-help, about becoming a better person. So the name of this series, so you know, and you can tell your friends about it and all those good things. The name of this series is How to Be a Better Person. So we're going to spend a few sessions, but in the, this session and the next few sessions on how to be a better person, again, based on the book, Becoming a Better Me. So when we talk about how to become a better person, which is very important, I think that <clears throat> when you become a better person, then better things can happen for you in your life. A lot of times, some people that don't work on becoming a better person, they think it's selfish to become a better person. And there's nothing selfish about becoming a better you. As a matter of fact, if you don't become a better you, that's what's selfish. Because, see, you and the world need you to become better, and you and the people that's in your world 
need you to become better. If you don't become better for yourself, then your world and the people that's connected to you in your world will experience somebody that's not becoming better. So you have to become better and want, work on becoming a better person all the time. So one of the first things you need to understand in order to become better, you must understand that you must make it personal. It has to be a personal decision that you're going to make. A lot of times, people don't become better for themselves. They come, become better for stuff outside stimulus, and we'll talk about that a little bit more. But you have to make this a personal decision for yourself. It's the place where you start. If you don't start to work on becoming a better self, nothing else really actually can make an impact on you. For instance, if you don't work on becoming a better self, like you can't work on your self-esteem without yourself. You can't work on your self-awareness without yourself. You can't work on your self-discipline without yourself. You can't work on your self-image without yourself. So you need yourself in order to work on those areas and many other areas in life. And if you don't work on yourself, then any, all those areas that you're working on, a negative impact would happen, not because you're a negative person, but because of the fact that you're not working on yourself. So when you're working on yourself and you make it a, a, perp, a cornerstone, it's the starting place and putting you in a better position to live a better life. Now, some people say, well, you're telling me to work on myself. You're trying to say that I'm a bad person. But we're not saying that you're a bad person if you don't work on yourself. But if you don't work on yourself, you're going to end up having put yourself in bad positions and might even convince yourself that you're a bad person. See, most of the problems that you and I have faced in life can be solved by becoming a better person. Most of the problems that you and I have been involved in or got involved in or maybe in at the present has a lot to do with us not becoming better. You can't get out of negative and ugly situations if you don't work on becoming a better person. So this is why this is important that you must realize it's the cornerstone in helping you become a better person. So when I say the cornerstone, a cornerstone in a, for a masonry builder, for instance, uh, that's what that's the main stone that they use for, and they, sometimes they call it a, the foundational stone. It sets the tone for how the building would be built as a, in regards to a masonry building. It lets you know if this building is gonna the direction of the building. It's normally the largest stone in this particular process. Well, see, that's what I, I think about when it becomes a better person and becoming a better self. It's the largest stone, so to speak, in you becoming a better self. If you don't focus on becoming a better person, then the chances of you becoming a better person is pretty much going to be slim to none. Meaning that here's the reality, and we may not want to say this and, and delete this a lot of times, but if you don't become a better person, what ends up happening, you're going to become a worse person. So if you're not becoming better, you're becoming worse. There's not really an in-between with this thing. I know a lot of us want to think, well, no, it's a little in-between. No, if you're not working on becoming better, then you are actually working on becoming worse. If you're working on becoming worse, you'll never become better, and areas in your life will never become better either. So becoming a better person is your cornerstone. It's where you start and where you stay and for as long as you're on the planet. Now, in life, when we're working on a job or a career, we'll say things like, well, uh, I'm going to retire, which is nothing wrong with retiring, right? You can retire from a job, but you should never retire from working on yourself to become a better you. And unfortunately, a lot of times, some of us never get started in becoming a better person on working on ourselves. And then some of us may start to work on ourselves, but then we retire. We retire at like 21, <laughs> right? Retire at 30. Well, see, this is something that you need to do your entire life, not retire from doing in your life. If you don't understand that, then you think it's okay where well, I'm going to stop and start. This is why it's important for you to understand that becoming a better person needs to be personal for you. Why? Because it will keep you from or prevent you from retiring on yourself, right, and saying, well, I'm not going to work on myself. See, if you don't make it personal, then it's going to be something outside stimulus, like I said before meaning that you must look at yourself as you being important. If you don't think that you're important enough to improve, then you probably won't do any work to improve. So you have to look at yourself as being an important person. Now, let's make this clear. You're not important to everyone. Everyone on the planet won't think you're important. That's cool. That's not a bad thing. You know, it is what that is, right? However, you can't walk around on the planet not thinking that you're an important person. See, and here's what happens a lot of times. When we start thinking about becoming better or becoming thinking we're an important person, then unfortunately we get around some selfish people that try to tell us that it's vain 
or it's bad to actually work on yourself to become a better person because of the fact that that's self. You're just thinking about yourself. But the truth of the matter is, in order to become a better person, it's about you. It's about you doing what you need to do to become better than uh, who you are and where you are at the particular time. And you, that's not selfish at all. There's no selfishness in becoming better. Just think about it. If you're, you had a husband, wife, son, daughter, mother, father, whoever it may be, or even friends. You would want your friends to become better, right? You want your spouse to become better, your children to become better. You want all these people to become better, wouldn't you? You wouldn't want them to become worse. Well, the same thing with you. It wouldn't make sense for you to become worse. You should want to become better as well. Well, when you understand that scenario, then you'll do the work on yourself to become better. So first thing you need to realize is the starting place. It's the cornerstone in everything to do with yourself, the cornerstone. Secondly, you need to make sure that it's important, that you must realize that you make it personal and that you realize that you're an important person. Now, when you realize that you're an important person, you made it personal, now you must look at it as it's necessary, meaning that I must do this work to become a better me. I must put the work in to become a better me, not because of anything else than the fact that if I don't work on becoming better, I'm going to become worse. It's like cleaning your house or whatever, right? You can clean your house, but if you don't clean it anymore, just give it enough time, you'll see dust all over the place. Right. Because now you didn't do anything to get it dust, dust anywhere, but you'll see it there anyway, because of the fact that now it's getting worse. Not because you did anything. It's getting worse because it's not being clean. Right. It's not you're not getting better at it. So your job is to get make everything better. When you do that, you put yourself in a position to become a better self. Right. Now, a lot of times when we're going along in this thing called life, we use this word called yourself. And normally we make that one word yourself. Right. But really, it's two words, you know, that make up one. So let's let's take a look at yourself for a moment. And your is meaning possession of or belonging to. Like you say, this is your book, right? That means it's either it belongs to you or you're possessing that book, right? Or that car, or that house, or that whatever it is you may have. So your means possession of. Now, self... It's the same word that we can use interchangeably with person. So your person, you know, you possess this person that you have. Sometimes we use the word called personality, right? And personality is the person that you are possessing. That personality or that person belongs to you. You possess this person or this personality. So let's take a little bit further, right? Uh, anytime you see I-T-Y at the end of a word, that means, it actually means the condition of something. So when we say personality, and what we're actually saying is, what's the condition of your person? If you don't know the condition of your person, so how do we know the condition of our person? Based on if we're making our person better or worse. Because you possess this person. In other words, everywhere you go, you take you with you. So every so if this person, you said, man, I, I'm 40 years old, man, this person is terrible, raggedy. Well, if this person is all terrible and raggedy and you've been taking this person with you everywhere you go, guess who fault it is? Okay, I know you said your, your mama was a bad mama, your daddy was a bad daddy, and you know, and, and the people down where you live was bad people, and all these things. I know all that stuff might have existed. But the fact of the matter is, if you've been taking this person with you everywhere you go, you cannot leave you at home and go somewhere else. You taking you with you everywhere. Now, since that is the case, doesn't it make sense to try to make that person the best person that you can make it because you can't shake him or her? Everywhere you go, there he is or there she is looking at you. You say, I'm going to run to another state. I'm going to get away from this bad person. And for some reason, while you run into the next state, that person is running right along with you. And you say, I can't believe he or she followed me. <laughs> right? Well, the, the fact of the matter is you can't leave you. You can't get rid of you. You can't, you know, leave you somewhere. You can't hide you somewhere. Everywhere you go, you go. So that means that you need to spend some time working on the condition of the person or the self that you are. If you don't spend time working on the condition of yourself, how's yourself or the condition of yourself going to get any better? It's not going to get any better because you're not putting any work in on that person be to become better. So in order to become a better person, you must accept the fact that that guy that's seeing the mirror, that lady that's seeing the mirror, hey, 
we stuck together. Right. We gonna, I can't live without you. So we're going to have to actually coexist. So how do you coexist with the person? You got to make that person the best person you can be. Now, see, this is why I started off saying it's about you. See, it's not about someone else. It's not about your parents. It's not about your, your spouse or your, your children or your best friends or your, your cousin or grandma and them. It's not about all that, right? It's about you. And it's about you doing the work that's necessary to become a better person. Is it easy? No. Will it be worth it if you do it? Yes. So that means you have to put the time in to work on you to become better. Like, you know, like you're looking at me now, where I'm one person that you're looking at to learn how to become better. Why? You need to get the information to help shape you into a better person. If you don't get the information to help shape you into a better person, here's the reality. You probably won't become a better person. So now that we know that we need to look at ourselves as important, again, see, here's where a lot of us miss it. We want to be important to everybody. I want air, I want to be important to everybody on the planet, everybody, everybody. Well, here's, you, you will never be important to everybody. For one, everybody won't know you, right? Not, not that you're not a good person. It just is what it is. Everybody won't know you. So that means that you have to actually work on becoming important to yourself. See, if you don't become important to yourself, then you're going to go around in life trying to become important to everybody else you meet. Now you're going to let these titles, and things like that, you're going to make that the reason why and try to use those things to validate that you're important. See, a lot of us try to use, again, our titles. Uh, you know, I'm a parent now. Like, just say, since you were, you were, a person was a, a, a bad person. They haven't worked on themselves to become a better person for years. And they a bad person. Uh, you know, we're going to call a bad person because they haven't worked on themselves. And then they have sex with somebody, get pregnant, and then nine months later, they both pregnant. Right. I mean, they, they built they both the people are parents. Now, the question I have to you, has the person become better just because they're a parent? Because we think, oh, they, that, 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 that's a mama. That's a daddy. Well, they were raggedy before they became a mama or daddy. Right? They didn't work on themselves before then. Just because they got the title of parent did not make them a better person. Just because they got the title of boss did not make them a better person. Just because they got a title or a degree don't mean they're a better person. Just because they got the title of pastor don't mean they're a better person. See, titles don't make you better. Working on yourself make you better. See, you are bigger than the title, at least you should be, because if you don't work on yourself and you use your title to validate who you are or use your car, your house, your boat, your plane, who you know, if you try to use all these outside stimulus to say, I'm, see, I'm important. See, 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 I'm important. Well, that means that you don't even believe you're important to yourself. And this is why a lot of times somebody take a house from us, take the, 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 the husband, the wife, or whatever, leave, all these different things. Then we say, oh, I'm no good. I'm not important. Because we validated our importance based on the fact that the husband, wife, or the, the job, or whatever I had, the, the degree, the school I went to, which is okay. See, those are all accomplishments, right? I have nothing against accomplishments. I'm for accomplishments. I'm for achievement. You should achieve some things, right? But you can't allow your title to become bigger than you. You can't allow your degree to become bigger than you. You can't allow the, the, you know, the fact that you became a parent to become bigger than you. See, before you became a parent, you were you. Before you got the degree, you were you. Before you got the house, car, boat, plane, you were you. Before you knew that all those famous people, you were you. And if you don't think that you were something before that happened, then you ought to be saying, I think I'm nothing. Before that happened, I, do, I think I'm nothing. Wow, this is happening. And so now how now you're going to attract a certain type of person to your life, right? Because I think when you allow titles, and don't worry, we all have to grow and learn this stuff, right? Because most of us don't pop out the womb knowing that I'm bigger than, the per bigger than my title, right? Nobody usually teaches us, us that, right? So we, don't, we can't wait till we get bigger or older, and I can't wait till I get this type of house or car, or I can't wait till I get my degree. That's something. Now, it is something you got the degree. But think about the fact of this. The degree that you have is a piece of paper, right? And you can't, until you do the necessary work, then you make the degree valid. What do I mean by that? When your name hits the paper, then the degree becomes valid. Before that, the degree never becomes valid because of the fact that it's not important until you get on there. So that shows that you're bigger than the degree. You're bigger than the diploma. You're bigger than the titles that you have. You're bigger than the car. The car can't move without you. The house can't li be lived in without you. It's just a house. And so you come in there, you make it a home. See, you're more important than the house. You're more important than the car. 
you're more important than the degree. Now, that's not saying those things are important, but they can never be more important than you. See, we can, we can build another house. We can get another car. We can't get another you. You all the you we got. We have never had a you before you. We haven't had another you since you've been here. And we won't have another you after you leave from here. So we have another, we get another house. We can get another car. We can get another diploma. We get all that stuff. But we can't get another you. And so and once you understand that, that you that important, that you can't get another you, then all of a sudden, then you will put yourself in a position to know that, okay, I'm an important person. And you got to be important to yourself. Now, this doesn't open the door for you to be arrogant, right? This puts you in a situation that you got, that you can actually be more validated by the person that you are because of the things that you do. And since you are um, an important person to yourself, that puts you in a situation that you can actually do some good things for yourself because of the person that you are. When you understand that, then you are much better off as becoming a better person. So that means that we can't let titles, things become more important to you. When we do that, that's called self-abuse. We are abusing ourselves because we're allowing a title to be more important than us. See, we're allowing a position to be more important than us. So now we're abusing ourselves. That's self-abuse. Well, if you're abusing yourself, then you can't get mad when other people come in and start abusing you too because they're going to do to you what you're doing to you. And if you're abusing you, then, you know, you put yourself in a situation that you allow other people to abuse you too. So you have to look at the fact that because you are a, a more valuable person, that you are an important person, you, at, least, at least you should be important to yourself. Again, now let me clarify this. You're not going to be important to everyone. See, this is something that helped me years ago. Because, see, I was raised just like a lot of people raised, you know, you know, trying to get acceptance and all these different things, you know, from other people and all that. But uh, what ended up happening is that, you know, you start thinking that, hey, you like me, don't you? Don't you like me? Don't you? Like then you find out people don't like you like that, right? So now you feel all bad and all these different things because what happened is you, trying, you put titles and things and everything before you. And, again, you are more important than anything. I'm going to say it again that we have never had a you before, ever. You are the first you we ever had. You are the only you we have ever had. We will never have another you, ever. That's it. You're the only you that we will ever have on the planet. Now, see, that's something that you need to tell yourself more often, even if no one else tells you that at all. Why? Because now you're going to realize you're important. You're more important than a lot of things outside of yourself. You make those things valid. You bring value to those things. Those things don't validate you. You validate them, right? Now, I know that's a whole, that's a totally different way of looking at yourself and looking at life and looking at what you can do as a person. But these are some of the things that you got to do because if you become a self-abuser, you're going to spend your days, every time you wake up walking through life, abusing yourself. You're going to go to work abusing yourself. You're going to go to the church abusing yourself. You're going to go home abusing yourself. You're going to abuse yourself at the grocery store. Now, you're going to say, no, 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 not me, not me. Yeah, well, you don't work on becoming a better person. You are abusing you. So, like, here's the story, friends. Let, let, let me see, can I put this in a little, little lighter and make it bring some clarity to some things. It was this guy, right? Um, he came home from work and realized that, uh, you know, he said his apartment got ransacked and people stole stuff out of his apartment. So, stolen some things out of his, out of his apartment. So, he... Uh, went to the police station to report the crime, right? And the police said, okay, they were taking down information and everything. He's telling everything that was stolen and how the place was all tore up and all those different things. So he said this to the police. He said, listen, I know exactly what the person, the robber, looked like that came in and stolen, had stolen all these things at my house. The police was like excited. What? For real? They got this, you know, they got the artist, the police artist, and say, hey, man, come over here. So he can he can really describe it to you, so you can draw it out for us, so we can go find this guy, right? So the guy, you know, the police artist, you know, listened to him and he described him and he drew a picture. And after he got done, the police artist was kind of shocked and stunned, like, whoa, right? So he asked the guy, "Do you have any brothers?" And the guy said, "No, no, I don't have any brothers." He said, "Sisters?" "No, no, no, sisters either." He said, "So he said, man, it's pretty interesting." So he turned the picture around so the guy can see it, and the guy took a look at it. He was stunned too. And the reason why he was stunned, because the picture looked just like him. Now, I know that sounds a little facetious, but what happens is he describes himself. This is what happens to a lot of us in life. 
we stealing from ourselves, abusing ourselves, treating ourselves wrong, lying on ourselves, doing all this type of stuff, abusing us, and we draw the picture and we say, no, it got to be them. No, it's you, the guy in the mirror. See, the guy in the mirror is the one that's causing you to go broke. The lady in the mirror is the one that's causing you to be in that abusive situation. No, 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 it's, it's not them over there. It's about you. And see, when we work on, if we don't work on becoming ourselves a, a better self, now this is what leads us, see, because we're trying to escape ourselves. So now we got to say, look at the car I have. Look at the people that I know. Look at the celebrities that I know. Ooh, look at what I did. Nothing wrong with all that. But now we're going to use that to validate that I'm important. I'm going to use that to validate that I am somebody. See all those people I know? You said, look, look, look at my body. Look at my figure. You see that? Look, 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 look at my car. Look at, you know where I live? So now we're going to use all that stuff to try to validate that we're important. And because we're not important to ourselves, and that shows that we're not important to ourselves because we're trying to use all those things to make sure we're important. And that puts us in a situation that we abuse ourselves. And see, it's not enough cars you can buy to fill that void. There's not enough houses you can buy to fill that void. There's not enough people you can know to fill that void. There's not enough of that. Why? Because you haven't done the work on yourself. I don't. Again, I don't care what type of title. I know people with all type of titles. As raggedy as I don't know what. I mean, they just it's terrible people. I mean, they they terrible. You know what I'm saying? But they got titles. They got titles as parents. They got titles as spouses. They got titles as uh, uh, people and leaders and all these different things. But as people, their person, the condition of their person is raggedy. Not because that, that they don't, don't mean that they're bad, but th what happens is they just neglected to work on themselves to become better. They thought that that title would fill that void and do the work for them. See, look at all these people I know. Look, look, look. I know all these celebrities. Look, look. I know all these people that's important. Look at all the people. See, see how many times I shook hands with everybody? Nothing wrong with that. But what it means is that you have not done the work on yourself when you're making that important. This should be important because you was in the picture. Now, again, that's not to make you arrogant. You should be important because you at the, the church or you at the job, right? Not because you work for that company. I work for this company. That's good. But because you there, you make the company better. Because you at that church, you make the church better. Because you in that neighborhood, you make the neighborhood better. Because you in that family, you make the family better. Not Again, not to be arrogant. But because you are important and you've been working on yourself, you become better. So that means that when you become better, everywhere you step into becomes better because you're there. That's pretty powerful. Kind of hard for a lot of us to get there, too. See, when you've been 30, 40, 50 years old, 60 years old, and you've been living all your life, not working on yourself, man, this sounds like this stuff is kind of far-reaching. This sounds like this stuff probably can't happen for you because of the fact that, you know, you went 30, 40, 50 years not working on yourself. But I'm here to tell you again, we have never had a you before. Never. That company have never had a you before. You can leave that company and they still won't have another you. They may have another person, but they won't have another you. Same thing with your church. You can leave that church. They get another person, but they won't have another you. You can leave your neighborhood. They get another person in the house, but they won't have another you. So I need you to understand that you are a valuable person. Right. You are important person. And you're not again, you're not going to be valuable to everybody. And that's OK. You're not going to be important to everybody. And that's OK. But you must realize that you are valuable to you. And if you don't think that you're valuable to you, that's not OK. If you don't think that you're important to you, that's not OK. If you don't think that you matter to you, that's not OK. So from this point on, you got to think that you are a valuable person. You got to think that. You matter. Okay, so let's, 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 let's work with that a little. Um, matter, for instance, in science, and I'm not a science teacher, I'm no scientist either, uh, but <laughs> according to what they, what they taught me one time in school, I'm sure they taught me several times, but the time I was missing, okay? But uh, they told me, according to science, matter, excuse me, M-A-T-T-E-R, is anything that takes up space. Like this book is taking up space, this microphone is taking up space. So, you know, it guess it matters, right? So the question I need to ask you, do you take up space? Are you taking up space right now? Now, you said that's a that's a silly question, elementary question. Because the answer is 
pretty obvious, right? Yes, you're taking up space. Guess how long you've been taking up space? Even when you was in the womb, you was taking up space. And now I know this is sound a little facetious too. You ever see a pregnant woman? For some reason, her stomach keeps getting bigger. And you know what that sign? Somebody in there taking up space. So you've been taking up space since you've been on, before you even got on the planet. So that means after you got on the planet, you've been taking up space. So you know what that means? You matter. Not because of your income, not because of your gender, not because of who you know, not because of how much, uh, uh, what school you went to, not because of whether you're a parent or not. That has nothing to do with the fact that you matter for no other reason than you take up space. So anytime you think that, I wonder do I matter, then just look and say, oh, I look like I'm taking up some space. I guess that means I matter, right? Because you matter all the time because you take up space all the time. You take up space everywhere you go. There's not a place that you go. There's not a place that you have been. It's not a place that you will go that you won't take up space. That means that you matter all the time. Okay, let's clarify. You won't matter to everybody <laughs> all the time, but you need to matter to you all the time. See, and this is what gets us into doing the work on ourselves. A lot of times people say, I'm working on myself, right? Because we said the condition of my person. And sometimes people continue, what, if you ask, hey, what are you doing to work on yourself? What, what is called doing the work? What is that, right? I mean, and I'm not saying that I have all the answers to what doing the work is. I don't know everything about self-help. I know everything that's in this book because I wrote it, right? But I know that. But I don't know every, everything in every book. But I know some things on how to work on you to become better. And here's why I say that. It was a time in my life years ago that I felt that people, I was overlooked by people, right? It was years ago. And uh, because I was in some circles that I just thought I was overlooked, right? So even though some of those people kind of treated me kind of wrong, I was still working on myself to become better because I found out before the end that working on myself was one of the best things I can do. Nobody can stop me from working on me to become better. Nobody can stop you from working on you. Only one person that can stop you from working on you is you. No one else can stop you from becoming better. Nobody. Your mama can't stop you. Dad can't stop you. You know, your, your, your sons, your daughters can't stop you. Your, your cousin, grandma and them, you know, uh, white folks, black folks, tall folks, short folks. Nobody can stop you from working on being a better you. There's only one person that can do that, and that's you. Now, once I understood that years ago, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm the only one that can actually stop me from working on becoming a better person. Well, when those, those times came when I was kind of treated indifferent, and treated wrong, I felt, by some people, what ended up happening is that I kept working on myself, realizing I may not be important to you, but I am important to me, <laughs> right? I may not matter to you, but I matter to me. I may not be valuable to you, but I am valuable to me. Well, that helped me rise above that thing and keep my momentum, progression, and everything else in my life. I kept it moving, not because I, I wasn't mad at the people. I just realized I was important to me and I was going to still stay important to me, even if I wasn't important to you. Well, see, that, that, that takes some time to just work on yourself, because working on yourself will help you do that. And it helps you put yourself in a position where you value yourself more. And when you value yourself more, you are now in a place where you can do some better things for yourself because you value you. So one of the, see, we have like self-help skills, right? And self-help has been talked about for years, so I'm not the first guy to talk about it. Right, so self-help been talked about. Books have been written on it, and I'm an advocate on reading books on being better. Right, um, doing those things, and you know, getting around people that can help you get better. All these different things. But one thing you need to understand: there's a thing called self-help skills, and a lot of us, some of us, don't have any self-help skills, none at all. Some of us have uh, hope skills. All we do is hope. Nothing wrong with hope. Hope is important, but hoping skills. You need more than hoping skills. You need some self-skills. You need to deal with yourself. Because, see, it's yourself that's preventing you from living a better life because yourself keep getting in the way, when it, especially when it's not worked on to become better. Well, yourself will get out of the way and be part of the team, so to speak, because when you're not working with yourself or, or working to become a better self, what you are doing, you are putting yourself in a position that you are fighting against yourself. I mean, think about this. This really doesn't make sense, but this is how a lot of us live, right? I lived this way for a while myself. 
when you don't work on becoming a better self and no one tells you to work on becoming a better self, then what ends up happening is that you put yourself in a position that you just walking around all day long punching yourself in the face, punching yourself in the stomach. I mean, you just beating yourself up all day long because you refuse to work on becoming a better person all day long. Now, see, somebody need to tell me that at five years old. Somebody need to tell me that at 10 years old or whatever age I may happen to be. Why? Because I need to become better. And if I'm not becoming better, I'm going to become worse. And if I become worse, that means that I'm going to beat up myself all the time. I'm going to beat me up. I'm going to talk to me bad, talk about me bad to me. Well, we can't let that happen because you have enough people out in the world, enough people that will talk about you bad. You have enough people out in the world that will treat you bad. You have enough people that will do that without you even asking, right? Well, you can't fall into that category of treating you bad and talking about you bad and beating you up when we got enough people that will do that for you already without your help. You have to actually get to the point where you're talking about treating yourself better, and you can't do that if you don't work on becoming a better person. You need to work on becoming a better person to help you become better. So now that puts you in a place where what is doing the work? Doing the work is doing self-help skills to help yourself, help the condition of your person that you possess to become a better you. When you help the position, the, the, the condition of your person to become a better you, you're going to find that you're going to put yourself in better situations more often with better people more often. When you do that, now you have, you have done this thing called live a better life. You can't live a better life not becoming a better you. See, we want to get the better life first. Give me that better life first, and then after I get the better life, I'll become a better person. No, 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 no. That's backwards. You have to get the better, uh, become a better person first, and then that puts you in a position to have a better life. Now, does that mean because you're working on yourself, you would never have problems? Of course not. That's what this thing called life is. You're going to get these problems. Right, they come along with the territory. You're gonna have that, right? You're gonna have these challenges. All that stuff goes into this thing called life. So it does just because you're working on becoming a better person does not negate the fact that some things in life that's gonna be bad that's gonna happen. The thing is, is that working on becoming a better person will put you in a situation when things do get bad, you don't get bad with them, right? When things do get negative, you don't get negative with them, right? Because if you get bad when things get bad, then you're gonna treat you bad or abuse yourself. All the time. You can't afford to live your life abusing yourself, but you can't afford living your life actually being good to yourself by becoming a better you. See, so once you realize you are only in two lanes, there's no gray area in this. Now, some lot in some things in life, gray area is there, right? In some areas of life. But in most areas of life, in this part of life, there's no gray area. Either you're getting better or you're getting worse. One or the other. You're not in between. If you're not working on getting better, and if it's being days at a time, weeks at a time, months at a time, years at a time, before you start working on becoming better, then that means that you haven't done the work on becoming valuable to yourself. You haven't done the things necessary to become a better self. So let's suppose, let's suppose this, right? Let's suppose the day you were born, your family got a letter from the government saying, or somebody, that you're going to get this person, you got a million-dollar inheritance. And the instructions for this million-dollar inheritance is that your family can only spend $100 a day, or you. Now, you know the first five years, you don't know what's going on because you're a baby, you know, $1 and $100 look the same, right? Because you don't know any different. So about five, six years old, you know what money is. So what you spend this $100 on is irrelevant. You can buy candy all day or whatever, right? Whatever you want to do because just your $100. So the first five or six years, mom and daddy take care of that for you. They spend $100 on you every day. Well, now you're about five six years six years old. Now you're spending $100 on you. Now, if you keep that process up, in about 27 years and four months, you just spent the whole million dollars. And you said, wow. Now, here's something for you. That means you will be bankrupt at that time. You will be insolvent at that time. This is what happened to us in life. Most of us are bankrupt people about our mid-20s. In our mid-20s, we are bankrupt people. We just been spent because nobody's told us, get better. Get better, Junior. Get better, Junior. Work on yourself, Junior. Get you some self-help skills, Junior. See, we haven't heard that, right? So we just keep spending this $100, right, so to speak. Now we're in our mid-20s, and we got to get drunk to handle life. 
We got to get high to handle life. See, we've been doing that for a while. We got to do all these different things because we got to abuse ourselves some more because now we're bankrupt as people. Now, we still don't get better, right? Some of us, we go to 37. We, so we've been 10 years in bankruptcy, right? And then we meet people, make babies with people, and we teach these babies how to be bankrupt people like us. Because we don't work on ourselves. We teach them, this is the very way, this is how you be bankrupt, Junior. This is how you become bankrupt, Junior. How I do that? Just like this. Watch me. I'll show you, Zach. I've been bankrupt for 30 years. I'll show you how to do it, right? I know that sounds a little facetious, right? But this is what ends up happening. So now the children, they become bankrupt before we did. We became bankrupt at 27. They become bankrupt at 20. And then they, you know, take the same old philosophy and everything. So they kids become bankrupt at 15. Right? So now we have this cycle going on, a bunch of bankrupt people. So when you look at bankrupt, for instance, bankrupt means insolvent. You look at the word insolvent, insolvent, it means not solved. See, a lot of us can't solve any life problems because we're bankrupt people. And we're bankrupt people because we don't work on ourselves becoming better people. So if you think if somebody came in as a million-dollar investment, why in their mid-20s they almost feel like they're a zero investment? Because they haven't worked on themselves in 20 years. So, see, this is what happens to all of us. Now you're 47, 57 years old, and you haven't worked. You've been bankrupt for 30 years. So now when grandkid or kid come to you, a child come to you and say, Mommy, Daddy, tell me how to actually handle this. Uh, she left me. He left me. How do I handle this? And then you know what Daddy says or Mama says? You need to get another drink because they don't have any solutions because they're bankrupt people. And they're bankrupt. They, they, now, Grandma nice. Ain't that nice? Mama nice? They're the uncle, uncle nice? Auntie nice? They're nice people. They just bankrupt people. They don't have any solutions because they're insolvent because they haven't worked on themselves in 30, 40, 50 years. So we got to stop all that, right? And the way we stop all that is by working on ourselves. The way that we stop all that is realizing that I matter. I take up space. I matter to me. I may not matter to you, but I matter to myself. I'm important to me. I may not be important to you, but I'm important to myself. I'm valuable. I may not be valuable to you, but I'm valuable to myself. This is the way you have to start treating yourself and treating, doing you in life. And this, this can only happen by you working on yourself to become a better person. The more you work on yourself to become a better person, the more you walk through life that way. And then now you don't need the approval of others to validate how important you are. You won't need the approval of others to validate how much you matter. You won't need the approval of others to validate that you are a valuable person because you'll know that you're a valuable person because, again, I'm going to say it again, we have never had another you before you got here. We would never have another you when you leave here. Matter of fact, we haven't had another you since you've been here. You're the only new, you're the only you we're going to ever have. Now, see, to me, that, that makes me excited because there's not, there's not another me. That's not another you. That's, but here's what we got to do. We got to become a better you. And so every day, every week, every month, every year, you need to do the work that it takes to work on becoming yourself. So that's why you need self-help skills. You need skills to help yourself to become a better self. You need to help the condition of your person become a better person. If once you do that, then you, you'll see that you'll start doing some things like growing. We'll talk more about that as the series progress about growing and things of that nature. So we found out that you, you, have, to, you have to work on yourself. You need, you need to realize that it's about you. It's about you. And see, once you actually get to the place that you are valuable, now that's called self-worth. We all have self-worth, right? You have it. I have it. Everybody on the planet has it. However, if you don't know you have self-worth, you will put yourself in situations where you don't think you worth a lot. Again, you may not be worth a lot to everybody, but you can never put yourself in a situation where you're not worth a lot to you. And if you, put, and if you don't think that you're worth a lot to yourself, you will put yourself in situations with different people and different circumstances where you're not worth a lot to them either, and they will let you know that you're not worth a lot. They will treat you like you're not worth a lot because they don't see your value as a person. But here's the reality. It is no one else's responsibility, really, when you think about it, to see your value. No, it, but it is one person's responsibility to see your value. You. It's your responsibility. If, it, if you don't realize it's your responsibility to see your value, then here's the reality. You probably won't see your value. And then some people might see your value, 
but because they bankrupt people, they usually don't give you a solution so that you can see your value. They kind of might try to misuse you because, you know, you don't see your, your value, so they're going to think they're going to do what they can to get over on you because you don't see your value. And we can't allow that to happen. So we can't abuse ourselves. We can't steal from ourselves. We can't be a thief to ourselves while we're walking around this thing called Earth, on this thing called the planet. We can't do things like that because we have to work on ourselves becoming better people. Now, once you do that, that makes you a priceless person. You're a priceless person. And what that means, it doesn't mean that you're not, you, that means you less something. Priceless means there's not a price we can put on you that values you. I know we, you know, we get paid money for doing things, earning money from jobs or companies and businesses and things of that nature. I understand all that. However, I want you to see that you are priceless. And, and what do I mean by being priceless? If you're priceless, that means that there's not enough money that can equate to who you are as a person. Okay, let's put it like this. If I asked you, how much money would you, could an insurance company give you for, uh, you know, say, hey, man, give me your left hand, man. We'll give you $10,000. You know, you know, we're just going to take it. We won't use it anymore. You would probably say, no, 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 I'm not giving you $10,000. No, I'm not giving you my hand so I can't use it anymore for $10,000. I'm not going to give you, I, you can't give me $20,000 so I can't see again. No, I mean, I, no, I'm not going to give you one of my legs for $50,000. No, you can't have my heart for $100,000. You would say no to all that. And what you're really saying is that, no, man, my heart is too priceless for me to give the, for money. My arm is too priceless. Well, insurance companies give a lot of money to people or pay a lot of money when they lose different things with their arms or legs or even sometime, even a life. And even though whatever the number is, it still does not equate to what the person is in value. Because the reality is that you are invaluable. There's not enough money on the planet to value or validate your worth. They can't produce enough because it's not enough because you are invaluable. Well, that's obviously when you realize that you have some value, that's another place. Now, let me forewarn you, when you start thinking like that and start acting like that, now you got people saying, you know what? You think you're trying to be such a much. You think you're trying to be better than somebody. And here's your answer. Yeah, I'm trying to be better than that person in the mirror. That's what I'm trying to be better than. I'm trying to be better than that person in the mirror, and I'm trying to make sure I'm not worse than that person in the mirror, right? So, yeah, I am trying to be better than somebody. I'm not trying to be better than you. I'm just trying to be better than me. Now, once you understand that, now you're walking around the planet looking at the fact that you are invaluable. Now, again, you're not going to be invaluable to everybody, right? But you must be invaluable to you. There's not enough on the planet for you to sacrifice their value for who you are as a person. Now, that's, a, that's big time, right? That's, that's grown-up stuff. That's, that's big boy and big girl stuff, right, doing things like that. So you have to realize that you are that same type of person doing those things to become a better person. So you have to work on the self-help skills, You mean, meaning you have to evaluate yourself. Let's look at the word briefly because I got a couple more minutes. Look at the word briefly. Evaluate is the word, has the root word called value. E value. E means out value. So you get the value out, right? So in life, your job is to get the value out of you. Your job is to get the value out of situations that you're in. Your job is to get the value out of all type of things in this thing called life for you. Because I don't know how long you're going to be on the planet. I don't know how long I'm going to be on the planet, right? Regardless of whatever the time frame you are on the planet, your job is to get the value out of you. Pull the value out because guess what? It's there. And if you get around the right people, they will help pull the value out of you too so you can see it. Because sometimes we can't see it. That's why you got to get around valuable people so that they can help you see that you're a valuable person. You need to get around priceless people so they can help you see that you're a priceless person. You got to get around important people so they can help you see that you are an important person. You got to get around people that feel they matter so they can help you believe and see that you matter. This is why you're doing all these things to help you become a better person and a better self all the time. The more you work on that, then the better off you will be in the process. So let me close. Before I close, let me just promote these people real quick because I think I got about a minute to, to close this thing out. So. Uh, Mr. Mikey Graves, uh, do you want or need to increase your credit score? If so, you should contact Ms. Mikey Graves at 773-392-4600. Currently, over 70 million Americans have less than perfect credit. Ms. Mikey Graves teaches financial literacy in all 50 states. She would love to help you improve your credit and financial situation. It's not just credit restoration. The problem, Mikey, the program Ms. Mikey Graves is part of includes many services such as power of attorney, wills, trust, credit identity theft protection, credit attorneys, and much more. 
For more information, you can contact Ms. Mikey Graves at 773-392-4600. That's 773-392-4600. Or Graves Realty Chicago at gmail.com. That's Graves, G, spelled G as in great, R-A-B as in Victor, E-S, Realty Chicago at gmail.com. You'll get a free consultation by mentioning that you have heard about her and her business here on a Greater You show on here on Intellectual Radio. Dot com, hosted by Dr. Anthony Gant. Also, Ms. Emmy Pharmacy, uh, are you 65 or older or know someone who is in need of Medicare assistance? Ms. Emmy Farmer is a licensed life and health insurance producer and independent broker. He can be reached at 773-908-9425 or at ePharma, the numeric number two, at Ameritech.net. Ms. Emmy Farmer specializes in Medicare plans for seniors 65 and older. Also, if you are disabled and have Medicare, he is licensed in Illinois, Texas, and in the process of being licensed in other states as well. If you are 65 or older, or if you will become 65 within the next 6 to 12 months, contact Mr. Emmett Farmer to learn more about your available options. Uh, for more information, you can contact Mr. Emmett Farmer at 773-908-9425. That's 773-908-9425 or eFarmer, numeric number two, at Ameritech.net. You'll also get a free consultation by mentioning that you heard about Mr. Emmett Farmer and his business here on A Greater You Show on Intellectual Radio, hosted here by Dr. Anthony L. Gant. Also, when you contact Mr. Emmett Farmer, even if you, uh, you may have a grandmother or uncle or aunt, grandfather, uh, anytime throughout the year, you can contact them and get you some information on Medicare, you know, and get the bit... Uh, and find out what your available benefits and what can happen for you. So you don't have to wait till you get 65. You can be coming up there, or you don't. You can have a, a person in your family that's uh, in that place. So just to do a recap, uh, work, working on yourself, we say it's all about you. You must understand that you must make it personal. You must realize it's the cornerstone and you becoming better. If you're not becoming better, you're becoming worse. Uh, you must realize that it's necessary for you to actually become better. You must work on self-help skills. You must understand that your possession of self, person, the condition, personality, the condition of your personality or your person, you must make sure that you realize that you matter. Why do you matter? Because you take up space. We have never had a you before you got here. We never had a you since you've been here. We never have another you since when you leave from here. So you're the only you we ever had and will ever have. So you must do the work that it takes to become a better self. You got to get past hope and you got to work on self-help skills to help you become better. So that's my show for this evening. So keep in mind that great people like you are born great. However, you must do the work on yourself to become a greater you. And I'll see you next time.